Hi, this is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtraLife.com. And you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 15th of April, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Dexa. I'm Grail. I'm Gwenora. Booyah! So we are actually Casually Hardcore again yeah. today. Yeah! Happy dance, happy dance. Thank you for bringing the casual, Gwen. <laughs> this is not visual joke. This is not a visual show, Gwen. Involving, yeah. invo- involving a middle finger. Silence! <laughs> <laughs> and waved in Gnome's general direction. Uh, fart in your general in, direction. In yes. general or genital direction? <laughs> um, yeah. Just asking. Just saying. Yikes. We're back, baby. Sorry for our one-week hiatus. There was this whole family-related holiday thing with all kinds of social expectations, and actually, yeah. was really freaking lazy and needed a week off, so it's a perfect excuse. That works. That yeah. too. I had fun. I was most happy that we carried over the research thread because it meant I had to do <laughs> yes. almost nothing this morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't actually contact I you was, in the morning until after you've done your reading last yeah, night. Yeah, I, oh. I was very happy about that yeah. last night. I was like, just scan, see if anything new has been added. Okay, good enough. Research done. <laughs> Thank you, research team. Yeah. We love yeah, you. Yeah, it was great. Speaking of love and those people that we don't, yeah. If you're joining us live, and you should be in the IRC chat room, you will find several interesting things, actually. If you're doing chat and video, you'll find that the menu has changed slightly, where now it simply says on vtwpractice.com under chat, chat slash video wall, mm-hmm. a little more descriptive. As we always refer to it as the video wall, I thought, hey, maybe we should call it the video wall everywhere. Wow. Wow. Concept. That's very innovative. I've been very much so, yes. God. 
Once you are in there, you will find the glory that is the well-populated video wall, where I'm actually participating this week. Hi, video wall. And... You should warn people when you do that. Shut your face. Yeah. <laughs> Say hi, video wall. Silence! Then wait 30 Silence! seconds. <laughs> Shut your whole woman. Anyway, you will also find our glorious bearded mm-hmm. IRC rep on the video wall and in internet relay chat, the one and only Barry Vaughn Awesome. Barry White, save my life. Do you have like dog ears or something? I don't know. It is really loud You're, in here. The drop-ins are in, just like we're plugged into the same damn headphone deafening. outlet, and I'm not getting bl- my ear balls Maybe you blown should Q-tip off. your ear balls. I Q-tip my <laughs> ear balls this morning. Thank you very much, Bonnie. My bleeding ear balls. You'll go deaf doing that. Go blind. Anyway, there's <laughs> one great cartoon somewhere in some comic strip. I don't forget. I think maybe it was Dilbert. But you know that feeling when you. First, put a clean Q-tip in a dirty ear. Yeah. Does the church know about this? Because <laughs> I used a whole box this morning. <laughs> but anyway, hmm. you will find our IRC rep, the one and only Barry VA, if you have something to bring to the host's attention from the black void that is the internet relay chat during the show. Please don't PM the hosts directly. Please send your personal messages to Barry VA, for he is a lonely man who talks to his beard. Yep. Indeed, indeed. That is what he is. Occasionally. Yeah. And we are back from hiatus and cruise directly into... Tangents are kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. The tangent section of our show. We talk about all the small things going on in our lives, otherwise known as the first 30 minutes of the show that you all fast forward past. Right. Grail, what you been up to? Uh, let's see. A lot of work, unfortunately. I was hoping. I'm trying to go through my week and figure out what what I have done that is not just work. Uh, oh, oh, I know. What? You were the recipient of many of egg bombs. Oh, yeah. we They have this weird tradition, I guess, in Texas. And I think you found that Latin somewhere, America. somewhere Latin America, this small area called Latin America. God forbid a Mexican have a Latin American <laughs> sort of tradition. That involves violence. <laughs> the Mexican way. Yeah. <laughs> I will show you the Mexican way. So, yeah, they fill, instead of just decorating Easter eggs and having kids go around and find them and either they be, you know, hard-boiled eggs or filled with money. They like to fill their eggs with hollowed out eggs with confetti and then sneak up and crack them on people's heads. Yes. That is completely awesome. That it's great. So cool. Until you're the recipient. <laughs> oh. Did the bad confetti give you paper cut? Oh, no, the shell, though. Man. Oh, if you yeah. do it the wrong way, you, you were in there, man. Like you don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> I had to give a little lesson because we had some new children, um, my sisters boyfriend's kids who have never done this before so i was like the proper way to crack an egg on somebody's head it has to be horizontal right not vertical makes a big difference does it yes huge difference vertical ouch horizontal fun yeah so yeah Mm. it was fun there's confetti everywhere it was great and it wasn't in our house so even yeah that's all that's about that's always i was gonna say that's always a big plus right right and especially from the cleanup standpoint. Yes. Yeah. Clean up yeah. aisle 12. Outside is always preferable. Somewhere easily swept. Yeah. Or just not somewhere you're responsible to sweep. Yeah. Both are viable options. Now, you've just given yourself a perfect segue into another tangent of yours. Speaking oh, yeah. of outside. Outside. It's been in the intervening time since you've talked to people. Oh, yeah. 
you've had changes to your outside. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. we, we, I know we were talking oh, about it. What, we, yeah. what you were planning on doing. Yes, yeah. So, no, yeah, we, we got our our backyard completely redone mm-hmm. in four days. Yeah, um, they laid great. down Ooh, wow, nice. all the pavers. Uh, they built a gate. They put down the artificial grass for our dog to frolic in. And Is that what you're calling it these days? Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. I was going to say, I can't see your dog frolic. No. Frolic! She frolics on the outside, though. I found my new... my most favorite game now because we bought a new hose so we can reach it all the way over to where the the dog run area is and i got a new nozzle for it and so i was sitting there just kind of getting it hooked up making sure there was no leaks when i when i put it into its little container and i sprayed it a couple times and my dog reacted like what the hell was that and I'm like, I get that a lot out of my dog. I'm like, oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and it was on. And it was on. And so then you know, making her run way you know around the corner of our yard, all the way back, and like I'd spray it behind her so it had this nice line along the back wall, and she's <laughs> hauling as fast as she can. It was great. Nice. Was like that's awesome. This is called trimming the dog's nails. Yeah. So yes. Like go go go. Oh, my dog did that himself at five fifteen this morning. Well, your dog was trying to eat the neighbor's cat. Yes. Well, Ooh. and the funny thing is, I, I heard him go out there because I happened to be actually awake at the time. And I had one of the windows open, and I heard him come through the dog door. Yeah. So I knew he was out on the back porch. And he just like, he'll just sit out there and chill. Well, then I heard the, you know how dogs starts on cement and they can't get started? So oh, they, yeah. That scritch, 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 yeah. scritch, yeah. scritch, trying to gain traction, leaving skid marks on the thing. I heard that noise and I went, oh, shit. Here we go. And so I hear, it wasn't normally he starts off with the, you know, it sounds like the zombies are coming over the back fence. It wasn't quite that. It was more like a growling, like he had a hold of something. I don't know if you ever actually got a hold of it, but it sounded like that. I thought, oh, crap, here we go. Somebody's in the, somebody or something is really in the backyard. So I, get, I finished what I was doing. Yeah. Go get the flashlight, tuck the gun into the back of my boxer shorts, put on a <laughs> pair of sandals, and walk outside. And I walk around the corner, and I'm kind of easing around the corner off my patio. And I see him. And he's doing the, hey, Dad, look what, what I, I got. got. And I have cinder block walls around my backyard, so I look up on the back wall, and all I can see are two green glowing eyes. Yeah. Angry. So I'm thinking, okay, it's either the squirrel that lives in the neighbor's yard at the base of the wall underneath the cement and has dug a little nest under there. Right. I said, or it's one of the neighborhood cats. <laughs> or Satan. Or I'll Satan. Sing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, what is that? And it was this huge gray cat sitting on top of the wall just with a collar on so i know it belongs in the neighborhood looking over the wall down at my dog and looking at me and looking at the dog and looking at me and looking at the dog and i'm and my dog's trying to jump up the wall (laughs) and it's like a six foot wall trying to jump up the wall to get at this cat and the cat's just like yeah dude whatever (laughs) and i'm kind of and i and i'm suddenly going god i would kill for a suppressed 22 right now Because I seriously would have off that cat. Because I was just, you could feel the waves of attitude coming off the cat. So I ended up walking over to the cat, and the cat was like, I'm like, okay, do I pick up the dog and throw it at the cat, or do I just try and grab the cat and, like, fling it? Throw it at the cat. cat. That is awesome. So Why I'm, didn't you do that? Because I, I got within four feet, and the dog is, like, ignoring, cat, 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 cat. Yeah, I got it. I see it. Thank you very much. And so I get over there, and the cat bails over the other side of the wall and goes into my neighbor's yard. And 
Oh, you should have gone for distance. Well, the really... F- <laughs> yeah, I know. I should. I should. I know. And the neighbor the does face. have a fenced yard, too. That's pr- That would have been pretty funny. So, except for the fact that my dog weighs like 60 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Her- hernia from throwing the dog over the fence. I don't... Not, so does not a pack. Good. Price, used to price that. worth you could do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's the whole explaining so, to your neighbor, like... I must have jumped it. That's yeah, incredible. exactly. I've lived next to you guys for seven years, and <laughs> I'm your entering dogs, them in Your dog's never done that. So it was. Uh, so it was funny because I go back. Okay, let's go back in the house. The dog's. Oh, I've defended the yard. Let's go back in the house. So he gets back in the house, and I close the door and lock the door and everything. And I'm like, "Let's go to bed." And normally that's not a problem. He dodged around behind me, and was headed. Back out, headed back out the dog door, and got his nose against the flap yeah. in the dog door. And I said, "Don't even think about it." And he just stopped. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, "You forget, you made me get a handgun out of out to come outside. Let's go in bed now." And at that point, he went in there, and he was in there for the rest of the night. Of course, I closed the door to the bedroom behind him, so that wasn't really a problem. But yes. Now the important part of this story is why, when you're telling a story about that, the dog waking up at 5 a.m. When you said, I finished what I was doing, why did Thumbelina laugh and look satisfied? Uh, I have no idea because I was in the bathroom. She was still in bed. Ah. <laughs> you should have run, run with my was, story. Maybe yeah, it was no. when who looks satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you're interrupted. We did, have, we did have that debate at work on Thursday afternoon as to which was better, a really good orgasm or a good solid dump. <laughs> it wow. was a monk, a bunch of for, for a guy, it was duration, a monk. It was among a bunch of, a bunch of guys. Of course. So, yeah, I'll let you figure. I'll let you make your own decision about what the answer to that is. But see, mm-hmm. things that men think about. Yeah. I see. <laughs> Dex is like, okay. I'm just thinking you're doing it wrong if you got that decision to make. <laughs> well, I could go into the reasons why we chose what we ended up choosing individually, but I'm not gonna because yeah. I'll have two women really upset with me. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> Which tells us what you chose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for good reason. Yeah. Um, um, other than that, let's see. Earlier today, we went to a glass blowing class. Yes. Oh, there was cool. a group on. was telling me. And it was actually very cool. I mean, I've watched the guy out at the Renfest. Every year we, I go out there, I go watch that, that guy and his wife do There's their the thing. classic techniques. Yes. And this is a place over in Central Phoenix, and it was like 20 or $25. I don't remember how much it was. But they had... 20 of us in there and all you did was very simply he explained how everything worked and cut you loose showed us the really hot furnace no didn't cut us loose they walked us through <laughs> one at a time yeah okay, he no, said no. they tried cutting people loose and they had people leave with third degree burns uh. yeah i'm in the furnace help yeah that's 20 <laughs> they, i'm doing you know, this wrong that's a 2000 degree thir- furnace with a vat of 2000 degree glass i in inhaled it. through the pipe is that bad <laughs> yes so they watch it. smells like burning lung tissue. That, yeah. That comes later. The later, yes. You don't inhale during creation. Yes. <laughs> so they they would walk you through it. One of it, There were two of them, and they'd walk you through. And we all, everybody made flowers, basically. And there was no color involved. It was just very simple. This is what it feels like to work with class. And he says, we were trying to get, it's a very basic introduction. This is. You know, you either know you're going to want to continue with this, or you're going to go, "Oh, hey, that was really cool. Thanks, I'll pass." Or you're going to be like, "Yeah, I don't want anything to do with this." And this was kind of stupid, and I'm uh. kind of angry because I thought I was going to get a little more for my twenty-five dollars. But he says you can ha- be like me, and he says eleven years ago I got into this and I haven't stopped. Right. He says this is what I do for a living now. I love this. 
Um, he says, or you can be like most people where it's kind of a hobby and you don't want to, it's not like you want to set up a glass blowing shop in, your back, no small in the back of your house um, or in the backyard. He says, we have what we call mini workshops where you come in like for Valentine's Day, you'll make a heart. Oh, cool. You know, he says, uh, Mother's Day, we've got something. We're making a bouquet of glass flowers. Oh, and he says they're 50 to $100. He says if you really want to turn this into a lifestyle, he says, yeah, we have classes that we charge three to $400 for, and we'll teach you everything you need to know. Nice. You know, and you'll have a couple of days worth of studio time mm, Cool to be able to do this. So they have a – so it was really cool. It was a very quick little two-hour introduction, but it was neat because you got to sit there and, you know, watch mm-hmm. everybody do yeah. their thing and – and Thumbelina and I were kind of in the middle. She was number 12 and I was number 13. And so we get to watch. I get to watch her and take a whole bunch of photos. And then she got to watch me. But it was nice because we weren't the first ones through. Yeah. Right. So you watch their demonstration. They showed you how to do it. And then they showed, okay, okay, now you're, oh, who's number one? Okay, you are. All right, everybody kind of line up and hang out. Uh, Don't stand in these areas because we need to come back and forth through here. But otherwise, stand pretty much wherever you want and watch. Hmm. And so then it was cool because you could see what everybody was doing. In terms of designing their own little flower, and you could say, okay, I want to do, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, right, right. that kind of a thing. Everybody made little errors. I mean, I pulled the glass out of the out of the oven too fast, mm-hmm. and so I had a little string, and it kind of whipped around. Oh, yeah. But then I get to roll it on the table and put it back in there, and when I did that, and I was waiting for him to open the the door to the the oven i forgot to keep spinning it and so it kind of dripped oh, on the end no. yeah it was kind of like oh well yeah i guess so yeah you're, you're having a, a flaccidity problem yes i was as a matter of fact this you morning. have to keep handling it yes thank Otherwise you very it much it becomes droopy yes i, I gathered that thank See? you i have to keep spinning it you're supposed so, to learn from the mistakes and if you flip it around those. at the wrong time right. you get this long stringy bit that wraps yes. around and, and so right. i but it was really cool because the first thing he did was he he said everybody thinks that you're going to come in here and blow glass that's really kind of misleading because actually blowing glass is a very 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 small part of it right and so what he you did was, always need a sphere right he says you're introducing air because you want to make a hollow vessel he says we're not going to be doing that today he says but i can show you what it takes he says once you get it started and you could see it he pulled up pulled a blob a blob i think it's i believe it's called a punty i kind of missed that part a blob of glass and was rotating it to keep it so round your punty he, was limp yes my punty was limp so he and you could see it come right out into the end because it was clear glass. You could all of a sudden you could see this bubble of air in there, and he capped off the end and it started to expand because it was heating the air. And then he says, "Okay, watch this," and he just blew on it and kept blowing it, and it had like a balloon that was yeah. like two and a half, three feet long, and about a foot and a half in diameter, a balloon of glass. It was really kind of cool. And then he was like, "Yeah, okay," and then it it cooled off and he hit it and it was like paper thin glass right. if not thinner and it was like he was panning pieces of it around and it was like it was almost like it was crystallized air it was really kind of cool and it was like wow this is really neat and you had to remind yourself this is a piece of broken glass if i run my hand over the edge i'm probably going to cut my arm off <laughs> <laughs> it's just a flesh wound yeah it's just a flesh wound yeah. as you're spurting all over the studio <laughs> hey that's our tear so, uh, but it was really it was really kind of cool we really i think both of us really kind of enjoyed it i don't know if thumbelina does but yeah. I would consider doing it again. Yeah, That's it's cool. something we've seen a few times at the Renaissance Fair out yeah. here. They do yeah. demonstrations of it. They don't let you actually do it, but yeah. still. No, this was very hands-on. That's you cool. actually got to roll the glass. Well, don't you have on. a friend who does that too? Grail. 
Um, yeah, I do. He uh, was a guy I went to high school with, and he went to Minnesota and got in, just like that guy said, he just got into it. Like, that suddenly became his thing. But he was always kind of artistic. Granted, his artistic flair led to not exactly legal stuff, ah, like gotcha. tagging and such. Oh, um, yeah. So, But he was really good. I mean, it was like, wow, that's a pretty good design. So then he decided to really move into doing uh, this glass blowing and really glass creating. Yeah, as far as I know, he's still doing it. So, yeah, it's definitely something you can get hooked on, like any hobby. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. True. Need to take another hit of glass, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wonder how many, how many bongs were crea- created at those <laughs> studios. There's actually one of the promotional items for the horror film, The Cabin in the Woods, Yeah. that I saw was an acrylic collapsible bong. Really? It was the actual promotional item. That's awesome. It was these concentric circles of acrylic that you would pull up into a conical bong, and it had the what do you call it? The the, the pipe. The, the pipe. Yeah. Included with it. Yeah. Because this is the it, the movie plays on the typical horror right. genre of the college kids yeah. going out into the woods, getting high, high and, and, getting and then getting killed. Right. Getting high, getting naked. So they killed. actually exactly yeah. in that order. Yes. Um, yeah, because otherwise so they actually had disturbing. a promotional. Cabin in the Woods collapsible bong. Wow. Nice. As a promotional nice. item. For, for your hookah, of course. Oh, for, <laughs> for, 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 for tobacco, tobacco yes. products, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, other than that, it's been planting stuff at the house. Yeah, I'm getting ready to look at that patch of you know, that dirt we've been growing out there for the yes. last nine years. Yeah. I think it's finally ready. Finally ready. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it takes a long time to grow dirt. Mm-hmm. It does. And yes. so now we can put some flowers in the dirt and have a hope of them flourishing so yeah flowers so i uh our company does a volunteer thing every quarter or so we're supposed to you know help out at a food bank or something so this time we had a list of choices and i was like oh let's do this one it's at asu and it was actually to help out their arboreum okay oh out. yeah it's yeah. over on uh, main it's, street it's over right by, no it's the one that's right by gamage oh is it um, yeah, oh okay it's this main it's right on campus and mm-hmm. so we went over there and helped them dig out uh, some gravel and dirt and put down they're That's using they have sweet. this huge sustainability program there it's like the first really campus to really try to promote this in a big way and so they have deals with all our coffee houses in tempe where they get all their grinds and then they (gasps) compost them well they compost some but some they just put directly on because Mm -hmm. there's certain plants they were telling us especially the tropic plants said they can put it in there and then the nitrous is such uh uh, nitrogen nitrogen is such a slow release that it doesn't burn or scorch the oh that's cool so we just put it right on there and so we were working with them but yeah they really i mean the arboretum smells real good well it smells smell everything smells like coffee but (laughs) But they have like an entire herb garden now that like their chefs and like students can just come and grab stuff and they have this whole secret garden that has all these fruit trees in it. I'm like, awesome. where the hell? I'm like, I was talking. Yeah, to where the was that stuff when I was going yeah. to school there? Exactly, exactly. I was like, you are you kidding me? I'm like, when did you put this in? They're like, oh, we just started this whole program about 20 years ago. I'm like, well, that explain it. Yep. That was yeah. Like, yeah, about the time I was like, see ya. <laughs> so. Plus, they gave they gave him a little sample of all the herbs so you could. Yeah, them. so we got to taste like the uh, herbs. herbs. College project, yeah, <laughs> and we're back to the bong again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> one track mind. It was really cool. I mean, it was interesting how what how far along the campus has come and how much they're really yeah, pushing. They're real that. big into that yeah. over there. I've heard a couple of different things yeah. about that. Well, I know they're also big in it because water is such an issue here. Yep. Yeah, sustainability yeah. for water as well. So that was well, cool because I was doing kind of the same thing because the front yard's cleaned up and I got some planted some shrubs in the flower garden or the flower bed that i have right in front of my house and the hard thing about it is my house faces north so it doesn't get a whole lot of sun 
and the flower beds right up against the house. So I've gone into several different of the nurseries, either at the big box places mm-hmm. like Lowe's and Home Depot or some of the local nurseries, and said, what can I put in this? Well, I finally ran into a guy at, at the Lowe's by my house who said, oh, you can put this, 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 this. I was like, someone's actually telling me I can put something in there, and it'll grow. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can put this, 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 this. That isn't aloe vera. And he told me these. So I, and I went over to a... Uh, another nursery to find something else because the plants I got bloom in the winter and I wanted something that bloomed in the summer that was a little different so I had flowers year round in there mm-hmm. and I went over there and they were like yeah you can put these in there I was like sweet so I planted those and I was asking them do you guys do landscape design they're like yeah actually we have several landscape designers that work out of here and they're like why I says because I have a blank canvas I have a gravel front yard and a gravel backyard and that's what I got they're like oh yeah we could help you out I'm like I want to do the low water use because I'm lazy yeah <laughs> and water's kind of expensive right so but I put a square foot garden in the backyard too nice so we'll see how that get there. I get 16 squares and I got seeds and everything so that's probably <laughs> this, this is this the new happen. obsession starting for you Not, I don't know <laughs> I'm trying it out I just put one in see if I'd be totally obsessed with it I'd put like I'd fill the backyard with that's them. That's true. I just put one in. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is this is the start? Maybe yeah. I don't know. First but, one's always free. Yeah, exactly. Extreme gardening. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I got plans for for. I found these seeds for these little mini cantaloupes that get about this big, and tomatoes and cucumbers and peppers, and I got like three different kinds of peppers that I'm gonna try out. And I, I thought, eh, what the heck? You know, if I can oregano and basil and all kinds of stuff so i figured oregano. i'd try it out oregano oregano no real oregano i am an italian here. <laughs> so so yeah we'll see how it goes but i also found out from the city that they do they sell composters for home cop home composting so that's the next step is to get my yeah. hands on one of those and start learning how to do composting so next time uh girls parents are here they can talk to you about that their, gar- gra- their garden wins like yeah, my stepmom my is. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Does semi-professional. Because yeah. my grandfather used to do. I mean, he had a vegetable garden in his backyard, and the thing was huge. Yeah. And so, my my parents had one when we lived in Michigan. We had one on the side of the house that grew stuff like it was. I mean, I remember going out there before dinner and picking beans. No, and, and I grew up in, in Western beans, New York. Yeah. I had my own garden, a huge garden in the backyard. For oh, years. did you really? Yeah, I've always wanted to get back to that. And in the postage stamp here, you really. Can't. I we could actually. I'll loan you the square foot gardening book. Okay. We could throw a garden in here with no a square foot. I mean, it's four by four. Hmm. I've got 16 things in it. I did a little sprinkler system for it. So it's really not that. It was really surprising as to it's a complete different thought process from traditional single row right. gardening. That's what I'm used to. It's 20% of the space and like 80% of the yield. Awesome. So it's really kind of cool how it all works. And with the climate that we have here, we could probably pretty much grow stuff year-round, which I think is really kind of neat. I'm like, hmm, this especially has with possibilities. The, the non-existent winter we had this year. Yeah, especially we could, you know, as, you know, you could grow lettuce and stuff all winter as long as on those very rare frost warnings that we got. You throw a sheet hold, over it. Yeah, you throw a sheet over it and you're good. Holy sheet, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll bring the book over with me next week. Awesome. Interesting. So I've been doing updates and changes to the Versus the World site this week. I should uh-huh. all investigate those. Great. Uh, the front page has new sharing tools and tight integration between the posts on the front page and the forums now. We had disabled the comment system on the Squarespace, the main site, long time ago because since they're such a huge platform and have so many customers, 
the spam bots yeah. have yeah. their number. And every change Squarespace has made, they've adapted to. So every time we've opened up the comments, we get three or four comments from community members, and then the spam bots see it. Yeah. And it just... It, Descends. They're an, are, and we're an all-volunteer organization. We right. can't tell someone, monitor the front page and delete all the spam. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, there's a useful... Job. Job. And, <laughs> and so much fun, too. So, such fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now, at the bottom... But for a while there, we just turned it off and it made the, the main site kind of uh, low activity. Yeah. Squarespace did a bunch of upgrades and I've been finding out all the new capabilities they have. And now at the bottom of every new post and every section of the main page are links to the appropriate forum. And it simply says at the bottom of the post, discuss this article on oh. our forums. You hit the button and you're right in the right forum and off you go. Nice. And we have all kind. And, and the other thing I've been doing is upgrading Simple Machines Forum to the latest version and installing even more anti-spam, anti-spam, uh, spam, 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 spam. My brain, spam, my brain spam, was saying spam, spam bomb, spam, spam. <laughs> and spam came out. Oh, is that what the, a spam? Would you have, have you tried the spam? It's quite fresh. Yeah, quite a spam, a spam bomb, mm-hmm. spam, spam. So we've we seen just invented a new word for a, men. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> we need to pitch this Dabble idea. between each year, yeah. we need to, we need to pitch or pitch this idea to uh, Will Ferrell. Uh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Will Ferrell. Yeah, and I wear spawn um, for, for men, men. <laughs> for men only. Yeah, so and we've also seen uh, because of oh, that we see a dramatic reduction in the number of spam bots that our vigilant moderating team are always excellent about. Yeah, I very rarely get a complaint about those. It's because they're they're damn good. At or if I do bots. get on, if I do get on there, they're already gone. Yeah. In the last two weeks since we started playing with this, the incidence of the automated obvious spam bots have dropped way off. So the, some nice. of the tools that the community over at Simple Machines Forum have come up with are fantastic. Yeah. Um, so thanks to that lovely open source team and all the mods and such and fun for that. And also the things we'd love you to take advantage of because we're really making a push to get the word out about Versus the World to more of the world. We want to find more people like you to come hang out with us because it makes it even more fun. Mm-hmm. There are sharing tools that didn't used to exist. So at the bottom of each post on the main page, there's a share article which has all the popular sites such as... Facebook and Google Plus and yeah. Reddit and all those. The nice thing about it is they have, on the Facebook end of things, you can post things to your own stream, but also you can post it to fan pages of other organizations and groups. So anything you may be involved with, if you find a group of people that you hang with and are a member of on Facebook and you see something on our site you think they might like, please, for the love of God, use the share article tool and send it out there. Tweet it, whatever. Similarly, on the forums for every article that goes there, there's a Facebook like. It's not quite as deluxe as the one on the main page. A Twitter and a Google+. Any of those places you hang out, please spread the word. Yeah. There's also a call for volunteers on the front page right now. We're looking for people to shore up our art teams. We've got a whole bunch of new shows on the network. And they all need art assets, and we all suck at art. Yeah. So that's putting we it could really use a hand. You've seen our stick figures, right? Those of uh, those of you who play us at draw something. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Majif, we really miss you. I yeah. <laughs> you carried us for two solid no. years, and we appreciate it. Absolutely. We got too used to it. I know. <laughs> we got spoiled. We were totally spoiled. spoiled. Do we know what he went off to do? I have the slightest. Aww. So if you're listening, Majif. We thank hope you, you are well. Yeah. And, and thank you thank again. You yes, very much. Very much hope so. everything's going well. Pretty much all the art, the majority of the art you've seen on the site up until this point has been pretty much single-handedly, with a very few exceptions, done Almost by Almost all of it, yeah. So, massive props and shout-outs to Majif. Um, and we're also looking for people to start 
a new volunteer group, the social media team, to try and shepherd our meth, our learn new methods and stay on top of taking the stuff that we post to VTW Productions and telling the parts of the rest of the world that you think might be interested in it all about us. Right. So post to all those social media sites regularly. A fair bit of it is automated, but the good ones need a human touch. Oh, yeah. Human decision making. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And there's just not enough hours in the day. So we've gotten bigger and we need more help. (laughs) Check out the front page. It's it's also cross-posted on the forums. Send your uh, volunteer request to volunteer at vtwproductions.com. Booyah. And that brings us neatly to our first break. Nice. In which we have the finale episode of Northrend News. <gasps> the, finale? the finale? The finale. She's done? She She's... is done. Oh, okay. Oh. Amelia Overbay Day has sent us her final episode. Oh. So long and thanks for all the fish. Nice. Playing nice. now. Uh, also, I wanted to try out a, what has been termed, and I haven't listened to this yet, a bacon-themed drop-in. Okay. From nice. Who sent that in? Bacon, 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 it's bacon, 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 <laughs> okay. All righty then. I believe she's correct. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that was wrapped in bacon, standing on a pile of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sherry Priest. With a side again. of bacon. With a side of bacon. Side of bacon. <laughs> All right. Coming your way now. We have the final episode of Northern News. We'll be back right after this. Today's Audible pick is Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. This book, narrated by Willa Wheaton, follows Wade who dreams of being the one to discover the ultimate lottery ticket that lies concealed within a virtual world. For somewhere inside the giant network playground, Oasis creator James Holiday has hidden a series of fiendish puzzles that will yield massive fortune and remarkable power to whomever can unlock them. You could get this book free today by signing up for the gold plan at audiblepodcast.com slash vtwproductions or go to our ad on the front page at vtwproductions.com. This offer is only good in North America and not all books are available in all markets. For two and a half years. Despair, heathen races of Azeroth, the end is nigh. The Dark Lord shall return to his rightful place as the world shakes under his righteous power cower as... I'm sorry, what was the question? In response, Maggot Lurker had this to say. Welcome to Mount Talk. I'm Biz. And I'm Baz. And we've got a great show for you today. Let's start rolling right now with our first caller. Well, I bought a used trike from a goblin in Orgrimmar, and the thing guzzles gas like there's no tomorrow. Okay, see, your first problem was buying a used vehicle. From the Horde. In Orgoma. <laughs> Critics be hanged. This is one show that's going to the dogs. And we like it that way. Magni's been avoiding us for years. But we finally got him in a clear violation of Safe Underground Lair Building Code 14 Alpha Section J. Hi. 
I love Darnassus. Trees everywhere. If we can't have good food this holiday, no one can. Next time, bring me to a Wookiee nightclub. These Twi'leks are, uh, all twitchy. Gnomish engineers have fervently denied any allegations of ED computers taking control of their flying machines, despite some unusual reports from test pilots. I suppose it was inevitable. With the coming of the Cataclysm and this new announcement about Pandaria, the scourges aren't taken seriously anymore. Welcome to Northrend News. Airing Don't touch that dial. You're listening to NGR, Gadgets and premier news source. Live from Viking Space Dock, it's... The Light Side Held! No, no, no. It's the Dark Side Times. The Narshada Inquirer? Sith Illustrated. Herald! Times! Light Side! Dark Side! If we can't have Gnome Druids, then at least we can have Gnomish Radio. They get you in the door with promises of free love and good food and little friendly squirrels and a dip in the moon well, and then boom, they're grabbing in your pockets for loose change. Now, it's the end of an era, and Northrend News would like to thank Gnomewise, Iolite, Daxa, Grail, and Gwenora for being the greatest hosts a team of goblins, gnomes, and Sith Lords could ask for. Thank you for making Casually Hardcore the greatest podcast in the verse. We'll meet you in the black. Finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions vtwproductions.com This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink candy. Geeks in a Gaming World Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio vtwproductions.com Bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> kind of stuck in your head, isn't it? One yeah, track mind. Seriously. <laughs> Fine, I'll play it one more time for you. Evil wrapped in bacon, not as evil. Good wrapped in bacon, even better. Yeah. Mm. Kid knows what she speaks of. Amelia, we will miss you. Yes, yeah, we will. Thanks for everything. Thank you for everything. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. For morning. sure. We appreciate it. If you have any interest in... Uh, Sending in segments for play during our show. Learn from Amelia. Yes. yes. No Absolutely. Kidding. She put a lot of work into those. Yep. A lot of love. A lot of love. Always awesome. It is excellent. Yeah. So we move ever forward to geeks in a gaming world. Yay. Then I turn to the gamer. Yes. And his wife, the gamer. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, the obvious start is the 1.2 patch drop for Star yes. Wars. Yes. So We downloaded it all morning long this morning. Yeah, it's a long... <laughs> it our one working machine. Oh, no. Oh. 
Yeah, I saw Iolite on this morning. Yep, actually, she yeah. was she was customizing her UI. Yeah, I mean, it was. I haven't really even gotten to that, but they put in a pretty robust UI editor. It looks yeah, it like. makes a huge difference. Um, I've noticed. I played around with the legacy stuff because I was able to make use of a lot of all your legacy i had a lot of legacy things come up for me and activate so i got to play around with the ability to have my you know agent running around and he's able to when he starts his heroic moment i can drop a lightning storm i can force choke somebody (laughs) that's kind of neat yeah um they we they i played a little bit with the grid where you can set up the relationships between your tunes Mm -hmm. so like my my juggernaut is the brother of my assassin. My assassin has an ally from my sniper. My juggernaut is a, has a rivalry with my bounty hunter. And it was neat. I mean, it's just more for it's it's story. storytelling. It's, it's storytelling. It's just cute. But now, yeah. our peers must eat that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It, it was really cool. I, I think it's a good start. I, what I'd like to see is, number one, I'd like to see the incorporation of your companions into it as well. Because oh, yeah. you, you have such story lines with your companions yeah. it'd be nice to set up some of that as well and secondly ev- eventually i'd like to see it where you can do it with other players right because it you know barry that. va in the black void has nailed it brothers cousins former roommate exactly yes <laughs> You're my boy, what does that make us <laughs> absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing um so that was neat and then the legacy unlocks like right now the legacy unlocks are good there's some cool things the ones that are in the coming soon list uh-huh. are like oh my dear god the ability to get your mount at, instead of at 25 you can get a level 10 ah for new tune. Like, oh my god that'd be so sweet <laughs> i mean they already changed it to where you get sprint now automatically Level oh, one, God. which yeah. is really nice. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you think by now at this late stage of MMO development, they realize that travel time sucks. sucks. No yeah. one wants to see the world you've designed. Yeah. We don't care how much you invested in it. The player doesn't care. No. Get Just deal with it. Yeah. Pass the first. I mean, I would maybe be okay if you did it for your first two. Starting. Oh, it's just the starting zone. Or just the starting zone. That's so fine. So you go up to the fleet. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... There's... There's been a lot of good change. Every change, excuse me, so far has been worthwhile. The new dailies on Corellia are some of the best dailies I've seen put into a MMO. Really? In terms of just how they're unique enough, they're not insanely time-consuming. They make you do things that are a little different from just go here, kill that. The Heroic 4 they put in there is like a mini instance. Nice. They really crafted mini a raid really, or mini instance? No, mini instance. It's okay. just like going into like one of their flashpoints, but it's like much faster. Ah. Like you do it in about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, but it has the same elements where you have some boss fights in it uh, and some uh, talking beforehand and then afterwards where you get to you know make some decisions and bite such. Sized. It's bite-sized. It's it's small, it's fast, it's an easy one to get in and out of. But, you know, it again, it breaks up the monotony and that's how you earn your commendations which you can use to buy all the legacy gear. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good system, and the the monetary rewards is pretty good. I mean, you're talking like seven, eight thousand. Yeah, you do make some good money. So it feels a little like the Crusaders Coliseum from WoW, where they put the tokens in and put in gear that you. Yeah, but except it's not the entire thing. I right. mean, they have that piece, but There's they actually piece did add a new flashpoint. They did add a new opera or expand an operation. Right. Um, and the only thing that they did not put in, as far as I know, is ranked PVP. They did put in the new war zone, but they didn't actually add in the rank. They had intended to, but they right, didn't get it ready right. in time. So, so that piece uh, that'll be a fractional update later. Right, right. One point two point one. But you can and, and all the 
nearly all the legacy stuff except for the convenience can still be unlocked if you just play through or you can unlock a lot of it based on your legacy level and if you're going to spend the credits on it and also pusar wake up okay moving on (laughs) so so far i mean it's been it's been a really cool a fun uh fun uh additions to the game and i really don't have much complaints about everything they've changed it's been good. Now I haven't I haven't played to like end game on things, so they did make some talent changes. So I don't know if there's a lot of crying on that or not. My classes seem fine. So one of my <laughs> one of the things I determined to do with Tor yeah. was not read about it online. I ah. avoid forums. Yeah. I avoid elitist jerk style sites. Not that there are any because you can't get metrics from this game. Right. No, they added that now. With this expansion. They did add in, you can do a combat parsing is available. It's not turned on by default. Right, but people will be on top of that. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. If not already. But I just don't pay attention to the the, the amount of fetching that I just got burned out on. on I'm just going to wave my lightsaber around and (laughs) kill good guys. No, they hit something. I mean, pretty much. The combat, they didn't add a damage meter, thankfully, but it is a log there. Because really, the main thing I wanted to know is when I'm getting killed, I'd just like to know what, what is happening. Me? <laughs> like, yeah. What did that per guy specifically cast that just blew me up? And so I can go oh, back to the combat log. Oh, I stood in the fire. Right, yes, right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Or, you know, because you get some bosses or some fights where the guy will be casting, and you see little icons, and it'll cast like five different ones. Right. And you're like, which, which one, one do I really need to interrupt here? Because I only we only have a limited amount of interrupts. So, you know, that that type of stuff, I see the value. But, I mean, there's still no... They still haven't opened up the UI for customization right. outside like the game. No add-ons. No add-ons. They just let you move around the elements, finally, and yeah. customize it within their playground. Right. Yeah. And there was something going on this morning. So if you guys were in there this morning, I was just popping in real quick and sending my people on missions before the show. And it said something about um, that you have permission. I was on the Imperial fleet, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it said, you have permission to kill... Anyone who is a carrier or has been infected by the... I'm pretty Rakul. sure that came in from the 1.1 patch, but maybe they added it Rakul in this virus. patch. So then I was standing at, the, at one of the little lockbox things, and I was staring out doing my stuff, mm-hmm. and one person had a little green cloud, and then there was a bunch of people around that person, and all of a sudden that person blew up, and then there was a big green cloud, and then everyone was on the floor. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's not good. This sounds familiar. So I was like, oh my god. Hurry, 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 hurry. Log, log, log. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what log happened. Log out before I'm infected. Uh, yeah. I don't know what happened, but over the loudspeaker, it was an announcement from the Imperial fleet saying, right. here's your permission, kill anybody with this virus. And I, Honestly, with everything going on with the new patch, I've hardly been at the Imperial fleet, so I'm not sure if that's something that is part of this patch. I know it has to do with the whole Rack Ghoul storyline story yeah. yeah yeah so if know. anyone stayed in for that and knows what's happening it'd be great to figure that out because i don't want to pop back in and there'd be all zombies around me <laughs> <laughs> so send your zombie warnings to yeah. ch at vtwproductions.com yeah, exactly. and save dax's life yes please <laughs> so that's what's been happening in star wars yeah. it's still been really enjoyable yeah, 1.2 is was been the big deal that everyone expected it to be and seems to have been well executed not seeing a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth about bugginess or oh god i I can't play it anymore i can't log in well they didn't have an extended downtime because of something that had like they patched it the next morning they brought the servers down it was down for a chunk of the day Mm -hmm. they already gave everybody a day's credit (laughs) 
And uh, I got an email from them saying, oh, yeah. hey, since you're, being, you're such an active player, we're giving you a free month of play. And I was like, well, thank you. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm an active player. And then I read on the forums a little bit. And it's like, apparently anybody with a level 50 character got that email. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Right. And then apparently people must have whined because then they put an update and say, okay, we're changing this to some, they have like some formula now out there to where if you have a certain number of characters that have gotten past the first, like some legacy level, as long as your legacy level is like five or 10, you get a free month of play, which takes a certain amount of play, but you could possibly do it without leveling one character to 50. Hmm. So nice. I'm like, That's okay. Sweet. It's, yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, it's, it's a neat reward. You know, cynically, you could look at it like, oh my God, they must be really worried about their subscription base. But I look at it like, hey, you know, or they I'll, could I'll take say, the hey, we've had such great subscription. Here's a free one for you. Yeah, yeah we don't need your we'll money. Keep it going. We already got it. Hook someone else. <laughs> yeah. Here's your 15 bucks. Call your friends. <laughs> Call your friends. <laughs> now, they do have what seven day. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, they Sagani do. Sagani mentioned, uh, yeah, leg- legacy level six. Okay, or better. Okay. Right. And Aid said there is a Rockwool plague on Tatooine. Tatooine. So. Oh. Yeah, that's what's Lloyd going on. The sand people. Yeah. See, somebody just went and got desert fever and <laughs> got their freak on with the sand lady and yep. now we got space aids well you see on all the space medical all, all the imperial medical droids i'm sure this is true on the republic side as well they now sell raccoon anti-venom ah. stims stims yeah mm-hmm. sounds like snake oil to me i don't know i wonder if i can make those I don't know. I should check. As a biochemist, I'm not mm. sure. Yeah. I think I'm like the only biochemist. By I the way, was, don't be a biochemist. You're the only one like in the game. Yeah. Seriously. What was I thinking? Yeah, I know. No. Well, I was thinking I was going to, you know, grow Alchemy. my own weed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I glass blower we're, fast. We're back to the bong. No, man. I made a bong out of my droid's head. Dude. That's a it's botanist. So <laughs> no, it kind of goes together, though. Does it? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, anyway. So. <laughs> I can imagine a pipe sticking out of the side of an R2 unit. <laughs> Lift up one of the... <laughs> I got I to reload my, my droid. Hang on. <laughs> Let me pack my droid real quick. <laughs> R2, stand over that You're fire. Take a hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Dude, your lightsaber is so oh, colorful. Nice. No, I just... I don't know why I did it, but it, it sounded good at the time. But yeah, it's apparently not, not an easy one. All right. So that's our Star Wars update. Yes. Moving on. Uh, Gwen noticed this. We noticed this from... I also had saw it before you posted on the forums. I actually... Somebody on Twitter had mentioned this. but And you got all excited. What, Yo, Shadow yeah, Run? Shadow Run. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah, I put the link in the in the, in the uh, child board. I yeah. saw that and like, oh... And they're off. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, th- you think I'm excited about MechWarrior Online? Listen to these two about Shadow oh, Run. Oh, yeah. Sweet Sam, sweet Sam. I totally geeked. And I knew as soon as I saw that, I was like, I have to put this on there for. So we're trying to figure out how we can get ten thousand dollars together. <laughs> yeah, well, not anymore. Unfortunately, they already they sold out. That, so yeah. I didn't think it would take very long because I was yeah. looking at the things on Kickstarter too, and I was yeah. like, "Wow, oh. they actually have some really cool stuff in yeah. here." So anyways, and I and I liked the little promo video that they had in there. Yeah, that was very cool. That was cool. So step back though, what okay. we're talking about? Yes. Go ahead. Oh, okay, is on Kickstarter, which is the funding site for if you have a project, you can put it on there and ask for donors. If you get your, you also have to put a goal on there. If you get enough donors to hit your goal, you get the money. If it doesn't reach the goal, nobody, gets, nobody charged. gets charged. Nice system. So like some pledging. some big game companies have, or at least not big game companies, but some big luminaries in the game industry have gone on yes. there and said, "Hey, I want to start this up. I want to re." 
imagine maybe like I know I saw Wasteland on there. They want to do a sequel to that. Um, some other companies have gone, and they on there. can't get funding from elsewhere on right. it, which is why they go to Kickstarter. Right. Well, the big one was the company that wanted to revive the point and click adventure. Yes. Yes. This was a company that was well established and had the you know, hits in the past through LucasArts, like Full Throttle. Right. And they asked for I think four hundred grand, yeah. and got two point eight million. Yes, something ridiculous. Yeah. Well, they got four hundred grand in twenty eight hours. No, this was a oh, different company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they were the first really high profile right. one. And they realized okay, this Kickstarter thing could really work for genres of mm-hmm. game that that publishers won't touch. Right. But yes. but players but players are want dying about. for yeah. Yeah. And it really is working. Here's the, new, so, the latest example is Shadowrun, uh, the the creator of Shadowrun, the creator of MechWarrior, the creator of BattleTech, the creator yeah. of HeroClix. The, I mean, this guy's done a ton of really basically. Stuff. Has, yeah, it was basically the guy when Fossa Studios yeah. was Fossa Studios. Mufasa. So he came on and basically puts a video out saying, "Hey, look, one of the our favorite games from uh, is Shadowrun. Ask and your dad, is what he says. Yeah, ask, ask your dad, dad about these games, but Shadowrun, especially the 16-bit versions on the SNES and the Genesis, we had such love for that, and it's such a great universe. We really want to bring that to an iOS uh, tablet devices and PC. And, you know, we're really passionate. We want to make this. We have the license again. We want to create it. We're looking for $400,000, and that's what we think it would take to make this game. It'll be set in Seattle. It'll be a tactical kind of turn-based uh, role-playing game where you get kind of like Fallout. They hit their $400,000 mark in 28, 28 hours. hours. So they basically came back and went, wow, thanks. He goes, okay, so, you know, we fit this so fast. Let's talk about other things we could add. We really didn't plan to have riggers in the game. We're now, if we can keep going, we, I'd we love to be able to add riggers. I'd love to have a Mac client for it. I'd love to do these things. And so they kind of set their next targets and, they hit those within like three days. And so now they're like, wow. okay, so if we hit a million dollars, here's what we'll do. Here's we're what gonna, we'll going to have a second city in the game and we're going to put in uh, language translations into various languages and do all these other things. And uh, just checked and they've hit over a million now. <laughs> now, in addition to that, they had different bonus levels based on how much you pledge. So you could pledge just a simple um fifteen dollars and you got it uh, for pledging that you get a digital downloaded copy of the game drm free on the pc and you get a, a wallpaper it's like oh that's pretty cool 15 bucks for a game you're supporting something you love this is one of the best things that kickstarter does yes oh absolutely it goes from there up to things like you get a dock wagon card if you played shadow run that's like one of the things you need to <laughs> basically it's your your life insurance yes. all the way all the way up through the different levels yeah. i think the highest level i saw was a platinum level dock wagon so you get a card. platinum level dock wagon. you get you start getting things like they'll create a digital version of you in the game as an npc yes they'll create special effects for your character they'll give you early access to a level designer because one of their big things is they want to create a level a level editor for people to use and that's another thing now with them extra money they can make it a lot more user friendly um and so the last level though was pledging oh. ten thousand or more and only three people they only offered that. three of it three slots and it's already sold out was they gave you every reward up to, up that, to that point, point. Yep. and the creator of all these games will come to your town and run a tabletop game of shadow yes one i for did you. see that and even bring some snacks and five of your friends yeah. <laughs> and bring snacks. yes and bring snacks Honey, second mortgage. Yeah, <laughs> it is like. Well, and by the time I saw this, which is like day f- three of it, there were already two of the three oh were sold. So only one remained, and now all three are gone. So Grill and I were like, okay, 
what do we really want? How high do we want to go? Yeah. Then we pulled in those. We're like, so oh, you, we're you, not going to do What you need to do is get on there, start a Kickstarter to fund to your fund Kickstarter. The, to yeah, fund my Kickstarter. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we're definitely going to, we have to put some money in there because the very least, the Doc Wagon card is just a really cool piece of memorabilia, I think. Yeah. So, and their videos are so cute. You know, they apologize for their one game we will not mention. Yeah, they have a great video where they're saying thank you, and he goes, oh. "Let's talk about all the history of Shadowrun," yes. and they get I, to the Shadowrun on the Xbox. Oh yeah, and it's like, was it Terabad? It just wasn't Shadowrun. It wasn't oh. Shadowrun. It actually, I mean, from all account and the little bits I played of it, it's a very innovative shooter. It's just not Shadowrun. It's just not has nothing to do with the Shadowrun. Shadowrun universe. in name only. It just was Shadow. So they really got a lot of heat for that. So they have this scene where they're talking. He goes, "Yeah, we even made an Xbox game," and they have the guy who was like one of the lead producers holding yes. up a cardboard sign that says. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> and all and they started throwing things at him, him, like Nerf things. It was really He's like, oh, okay, okay. Sorry, oh, sorry. It was really funny. <laughs> Again, sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, it, good. Kickstarter in general is very interesting that you can find projects out there that you'd love to see come back. And a lot of these, I know Shadowrun, the Point and Click Adventure, which I forget the name of it, and uh, Wasteland, I know I've gotten tons of money, but it, it even goes outside of gaming. They do a lot of different projects. If you have a project, you can put it on there. And you know, I was contemplating doing a Kickstarter for us to, because we, there's all these cons we want to go to, and we don't have, there's no, not enough money in all the world. And put a Kickstarter that says, okay, if we could go to Dragon Con to right. get interviews for you guys would you help pay for our airfare or yeah. whatever so i'm looking at this kickstarter thing saying maybe it possibilities it's it's yeah yeah and, and i like cool. i really like the fact where you set the goal and if you don't achieve the goal nobody pays anything right, right. yeah that's fine i like that um because it really well want, then you I don't want, have I the want, the responsibility of trying to return people's money to right. them if and, you don't make the goal if you do it through paypal even when you return money they sometimes charge you money and it's a yeah. racket and so that yeah. I like the idea of saying, okay, if you can get airfare for four of us, then we'll take it yeah. and go get your stuff, and we can make the packages of the, we'll we'll gather swag bags for people who donate this level and above. Brain going many directions. That's what loves my, to my, gather actually, swag bags. My brain bags. went directly to, could I crowdsource attending Joe Co Cruise Crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. Oh. But first, I'm, I'm waiting to see Paul and Storm at Nerdtacular. Yeah. And at Woodstock Ford, and try to sidle up and say, "So, can I get permission to record your Cruise Crazy if I were to somehow manage to get on the boat?" Right. So first, let's get permission, and then we'll see. I could. Could you get me on the boat? <laughs> <laughs> that part. I mean, the That's... the most I could probably finagle them would be to perhaps not have to pay for the entertainment right. pass. Right. But even they, as the organizers of, have to, have to pay, pay for the pay boat. for the cruise. Of course. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Um, because there's the way Joko Cruise Crazy works is you pay one fee for the Royal Caribbean seven day cruise, and then you pay a separate fee for the entertainment pack, which gets you access to the special meetings sure. and all the all the activities they have. Because the fun bit, I like reading about the because it's not big enough where they have the entire ship. Right. So there's a bunch of people there who are just going on the regular cruise who see this other group of hundreds of people who seem to be on a much better cruise than they are, <laughs> but they're on the same ship. Yeah. <laughs> keep asking, what's this special pass you have? Oh, no, you can't have one of these. Oh, <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I, hmm. We'll see where that leads. A, a man can dream, can right. he not? 
Alrighty. Well, my dreams will come true with Shadowrun coming back. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, coming and back properly. And, properly. And, and, and and my dreams will come true when MechWarrior right. online releases. Right. Well, again, the the beautiful thing, and I'm I'm hoping that this does not flop. I'm hoping they deliver on mm-hmm. on the dream, which is because there's no studio saying thou shalt and thou shalt not, right. and their only goal is to make a buck. You have the developers making the game that they want to make. Right. Yeah, and there's, and it's the same kind of thing with MWO because some of the guys, I mean, the owners are fully invested in this, and they understand that Shadowrun's the same way. They have an absolutely, and I mean this in a good way, rabid fan base, a very knowledgeable mm-hmm. fan base, and the people like me who played BattleTech back in the late '80s, the tabletop game. No, even though I haven't read the books in several years, I still know a lot about that universe because that was my thing for a while. And Shadowrun's the same way, so yeah. they'll make sure that everything goes according to canon. Right. But the only master they need to please are the people who have ponied up the money. So yes. right. write the game for the fans the way the fans want it. They don't have to worry about selling X number of copies right. because they've already been paid. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, so I can say, you know, if we make this more generic and please a wider, more generic no, crowd base, they, yeah. we can make more money. That's not going to be their priority, they've already, I hope. They've already gotten their money, so they've got, they can go, all right, well, let's do this right. Yeah, right. let's deliver what they let's, wanted for Yeah, let's deliver what they want. That'll yeah. make some massively enjoyable games for us. Hopefully. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. just us, yeah. people like us. And the good thing, though, also is in their little videos they have on there, they have come out and said, we even looked at things like co-op and multiplayer and it just doesn't fit right now. We can't stay within the scope. One so thing at a time. It's good that they're, you know, you want to... You want to interact with the fans and get what they want, but you can't be beholden to them and to every whim. That, well, but at least they're there. There's communication right. happening. They need to have they're the saying, communication. We understand right. you right. want it, and let us tell you why we can't exactly. do it. We can't reasonably do it. Exactly. Yeah. Given unlimited time and unlimited resources, sure. we could do this. But, I mean, do you want the game before 2036? Right, right. And you want the what we already talked about in the first video, right. you know, our first basically design document. We have to hit these marks first right. and make a great single player game. So we got a couple years here where these initial big Kickstarters will develop and then deliver. And I'm hoping they really deliver. Yeah. I would love to see this model persist. Sure. Because this to me is the ultimate democracy in maker and consumer relationships. Right. How many times have we lamented, oh, even from movies and television, like, wow, they really dumbed down that sure. content to make it a crowd pleaser to right. least common denominator writing of entertainment, be it a game, a TV show, or a movie. Yeah. They got to make that almighty buck where they will go for the PG-13 rating on what should be an R-rated f- film right. because it sells more tickets. Mm-hmm. This is flipping it on its head where you're getting your money up front from the people who are going to consume the end result. Mm-hmm. And I hope it succeeds wildly because this to me is the perfect way for us to get, for an us meaning every niche in the world yeah. mm-hmm. who loves a thing can get exactly what they want in their thing yeah. the way they want it from the person who created and shepherds right. the thing. Right. Bring it on. You know, now, it, when you say it that way, I'm surprised that I haven't seen Joss Whedon on there at all. Yeah, no kidding. On Kickstarter. Well, it's a little late because he, he did a Reddit Ask Me Anything about a week ago. Uh-huh. 
And of course, the question came up, get on Kickstarter and revive Firefly. All right. And he said, okay, step one, cancel Castle. Yeah. Step two, which is a cancel real, Homeland. Which is a good show. <laughs> yeah. Step three, ruin everyone's career. <laughs> step four, try and avoid step three. Yeah. Basically saying, guys, that ship has sailed. Even if we had the funding, we can't have the people anymore. Right. Yeah. To which the immediate response was, and this one is perhaps more reasonable, fine, animate it. Hmm. Because then you only need them as voice actors. Right. That's true. Um, which I'm not sure how well that would sell because so much of it was the people and the delivery and the. But or in the future, when a beloved show is in danger of being cancellation canceled, you might see a ten million dollar Kickstarter that says fund the next season of your show. Right. Or you set something else in the same yeah. universe. universe with new actors and different actors. Now, no, would it be exactly the same? No, because you're absolutely right, right. and so is Joss when yeah. he says, sorry guys, that ship has sailed. However, you can still take the universe, which is immensely entertaining and viable, right. and say, okay, we'd like to do something along those lines, It will, and be straight up front mm-hmm. with it. It will have new actors, it will have different characters. It, it might will have, have a, cameos. It might have cameos, but it's going to be a different show, kind of like See, that's Stargate Atlantis. Right. It's a great ex- or any of the Star Trek stuff is a great example. We need $10 million to do a season of it. Knock yourselves out. Well, and I would see also that Joss Whedon, who likes to do web series. Right. This would be a perfect shoe-in. Say, give me $5 million and I'll make a 12-episode web series yeah. set in the, the Firefly universe. Mm-hmm. And I bet you that he would get his funding. Oh, I bet he would. Yeah. And... You know, and that the, the, if the rabid fans will, will bitch and complain, but the, the people who live in reality will say, "Yeah, this is certainly better than the nothing we have right, right. now." Right. Yes. And if every second or third episode a familiar face happens to show up for one episode, cool. How cool would that be? Yeah. And the mm-hmm. and and the rabid fans, I think, eventually. I think I would like to think anyways most of them would come around yeah. now, because they'd figure out what the, everybody else has figured out was well this is better than nothing at all you'd still have that fringe element out there who, <laughs> yeah, exactly doesn't have, yeah, melon, okay. it doesn't have melon it's not Firefly go, it's Firefly and name only me, me, me. go go <laughs> do yeah Firefly. go do your thing well, the other leave the rest is, of us alone so that we can enjoy this the other problem is that Joss would probably fire back with Sadly, Universal and Fox own the rights to that yeah, universe, and we can't exactly. play that. Well, the I, there is. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. probably the big one. Because it, when it went from Fox to Universal to yeah. do Serenity, my understanding is the rights got horribly complicated at that oh, point. Oh, jeez. So, but for the future, again, wily creators like the Josses of the world who are forward-looking and understand the power of the internet can start writing clauses into their contracts that say... After you cancel my project, web-based content is mine. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And so in the future, we'll, we'll see if the Kickstarter model changes the rules. Yeah. Because you're seeing Netflix going in there and wanting to create original content. And you're seeing noises from the Amazons of the world wanting mm-hmm. to maybe... I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing Arrested Development come back in, in Netflix land. We saw their original content in the form of Lilyhammer... So it's kind of changing stuff up. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the the kind of, you know reviving existing properties, uh, legality, rights, and copyright and crap. But for the future, I hope it it changes everything where we can 
really directly instead of through advertisers and weird hard to measure Nielsen rating crap we can vote directly with our wallets and say yeah. I will pay up front right. for another season of this show Yeah. so at the very least you could put in your 100 bucks or your 50 bucks to say please for the love of God write one more season and finish the story yeah. yes and never have to be stuck with a cliffhanger ending that's never resolved again. Right. Gives me a warm <laughs> feeling in my mean? heart just saying it. Because <laughs> I'm looking at Fringe, where they've already said, you know, they're unsure that they're going to get a fifth season. So they have filmed the last quarter of the end of season episode two ways. Uh, they have an end of series version and an end of season cliffhanger version. Oh, okay. So they at least are forward looking and planning yeah. for yeah. okay, we'll do a quick wrap up of most of the story threads for right. you um, if we don't get renewed. And so they, they've at least they planned plan for, for it. it. Right, right. Um, but I'd much rather have them say, you know, three quarters of the way through the season when the network says we're not renewing you, get on Kickstarter and says, okay, we need 15 million to get a new. You know, yeah. 15 or 22 episode season to wrap up the story for you guys. And, yeah, and we'll distribute it online. And you have a month. But knock yourself out. The world out. is pretty damn big. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people with some disposable yeah. income. So yeah. here's hoping. It could just take one person that really, 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 really loves that show. Yes. With $15 million to spare. Mm-hmm. And that could happen. Yeah, right. absolutely. Some billionaire with a particular love for a show could just pony up and say, hey, I would pony up some cash if I had a ton of money and they were going to mm-hmm. finish Dollhouse properly. If we, you know? if we had you know, this in place when Firefly was getting yes. the axe, you know, I would have dropped $1,000 oh, on yeah, that. Yeah, I would have dropped some cash on that too. Because like, I wanted to be able to say, this is what I want you to produce television. This, will, this keeps me coming back. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, we are over time for our next break. But we don't have a column topic. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. What would yeah. you pony cash up for? <laughs> there we go. To There's a call-in topic, or, right or there. bring back, or bring back already, yep. if it's already left. So in this Kickstarter yeah. version of the future, where when movie series and television series and hell books, books, yeah, yeah. are getting the axe from the big corporations that normally are the gatekeeper between us and the content creators. Sure. What would you pony up money? to see revived, continued, be it a book series, television series, movie series, whatever. You know, what what would you do? What yeah. would you do for a Klondike bar? What would you do exactly. for a Klondike bar? Alrighty. We are getting ready for our next break here in which we have some music from the mini bosses who we had intended to interview before their trip to PAX East. They decided to rehearse instead. What? Seriously, like details. Damn their artistic integrity. <laughs> so now that they're back in Arizona, we're working on scheduling that to have them come over for another cool interview slash uh, virtual concert. So this one is uh, Castlevania for all you fans of the well and truly seasoned series. Yes, we shall return right after this.
You are listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTW, VTW, Productions.com. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. So we have a probably an abbreviated research case. (laughs) We ran a little long last time. Just a tad. Just a touch. So we have an actual email here from John K. In one of your shows, I heard someone talking about a zombie apocalypse survival book. Can you send me a link to the book or a link to where it can be purchased? The reason for my reading selection comes from the conversation about surviving and everyone had various answers. I remember the Casually Hardcore podcast. Thanks. That from John K. Either that was the zombie apocalypse survival guide from Max Brooks. Mm -hmm. Probably. Or World War Z. Or World World War Z Z from from Max Brooks. Which grew out of it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the survival guide's a little more lighthearted yeah. look at it, whereas World War Z is more of a you know serious what, serious if account. It really the happened. World yeah. blew up, and oh my god, we barely made it. That's yeah. what it was like. Yeah, and you wanted to be in a medieval castle. Yes, yes, you did absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the whales had a really bad day. Yeah, the whales had a really bad day. Which, which was an interesting take on the whole... Why didn't we get zombie whales? Because they ate all of them. Zombie whales? Yeah, but... Did they eat all the... But... Well, I think the concept there was, was there, 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 were, there were thousands of zombies wandering around the... The, the bottom of the, the ocean. Because remember, we would take them out and dump them. Dump thinking, them in the middle, yeah. Thinking, and then they'd just get up and walk towards the shore. Yeah. But still, and you'd think the whales would be like... Stay away mm, from the bottom. Maybe I shouldn't swim down there. I just saw Fred and Bob getting gnawed on by a swarm of angry zombies. <laughs> maybe I'll just float here. <laughs> exactly. I don't know about that. Giving the whales too much. Credit. God, you just destroyed that whole book for me now. Seriously. It's all, it's all BS. <laughs> uh, and as uh, Gwen was just discussing during the break about boot camp, um, we had a response from MacBit, not Mac butt. Mac butt. But he's got a new form avatar that is a butt. Yes, yes. it is. Awesome. If you're not in the forums, you should be, <laughs> if for no other up, reason, you see Mac bits. An Mac upper butt. butt. It's an upper butt with the Apple symbol on it. Because <laughs> it's Mac butt. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a nerd tramp stamp. And it's epic. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so go to the forums and seek out <laughs> Mac bits profile under right. the user segment. That's awesome. Because damn. May it spur your creativity to have your own fancy form avatar yeah. in the shape of a So anyways, what was he saying? He was simply saying that uh, boot camp gaming is completely viable. And yes. He had a very good experience with I it. I got a thing from Aid. About Aid. The, I got a message from him in the forums about exactly the same thing. That, that, and his, his Mac is a little older than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, he says the biggest thing is you need a high-speed drive. He says he gets stutters every once in a while when it's accessing the drive in-game. Gotcha. And it'll stutter for a second until it accesses what it needs, and then he says it's fine after that. Well, most laptop drives are 5,400 RPM drives to save battery. And right. right. Occasionally, you can find a 2.5-inch drive that is actually a 7,200. 7, yeah. yeah. You just have to be careful because they annihilate your battery and generate more heat than the laptop was designed to ah, dissipate. Ah, gotcha. Right. Okay. 
It can be done. I'll remember we that. can rebuild him. Not, yes. that the, that, not that the, this laptop doesn't generate heat already. You think? These things are hot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, is, which is why I have a stand on mine yeah. that I put mine on at home at the, yeah, on the do desk. do not put that on your crotch. No. Yeah. No. Not for, how, not how for do, long periods Not for long periods. No, I even worry how about it like a sperm count in one easy exactly. step. Yes. <laughs> I don't even, when I'm, uh, if I'm laying in bed watching a movie, I will find, either I'll Some bring the stand in with me or find yeah. something. To, even if I put it on a pillow, yeah. then I worry that the, the fans can't draw on right, air because right. they're in the pillow, so. It's constantly a worry for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to blow this thing up. It's the only computer I have. Yeah, that'd be bad. Yes, and I've I, had a problem I lay awake with at that. night worrying about my sperm count as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, you're talking about something else. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, our form contributors today, or actually, really last week, but nonetheless, some it carried some through, put through. Barry VA, MacBit, not MacBit, Aid. Fangs with a Z, and it's the Z what makes it cool. That's right. Gwenora, who? Who? Yep. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a chick to me. Captain yeah. Yeah. Nub. Captain Nub. I've been playing. No wise, but you didn't really contribute. You just said that you guys were I've been carried playing over. Playing draw something with Captain Nub. And oh. I'll let you have the last one. <clears throat> Boba fetish. That's right. Thank uh, you. I drank beer specifically to prepare myself for Boba fetish. <laughs> Really? Numb your throat there? Num num num. <laughs> Who wants to start with something? Mmm. <coughs> that's a good starting Well, that place. was definitely something. Yes. I ain't saying what. Well, since this one is close to home. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You're going to start with that one. Okay. Oh, heck yeah. All right. Let's talk about I mean, it. Because Arizona, we keep finding ourselves in the news. A lot. A and lot. often. We are constantly the in the final reasons. four of dumbest states on the I'm Bill Maher show. Dumbest, but best armed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the recent uh, legislature talking about allowing weapons into public buildings. Why not at this point? Sure. So from Kotaku.com, yes. one of the great and many gawker sites. Trolling will soon be illegal in Arizona. <laughs> One of the internet's basic tenets, the right to be as much of a myopic, infantile asshat as humanly possible, is currently under attack in Arizona. A sweeping update to the state's telecommunications harassment bill could make naughty, angry words a class one misdemeanor or worse. Yeah. Good luck enforcing that one. That's $2,500 in almost six months jail time, right? Yes, and I'm sure Arizona has extradition treaties with Estonia <laughs> and all the other hundreds of countries where the content could originate. Yeah. Yes, we can write any laws that we want. No, well, not that. We could make Estonia illegal. And then enforcement becomes a small issue. Well, and yeah, that whole, you know, bit. pesky First Amendment also ah. might be a little bit of an issue. I mean, it's the whole thing to me is, again, I'd like to know how many man hours did it take for them to research and yeah. craft this bill exactly. and then debate it in our legislature? How much time was spent on this rather than things like, oh, I don't know, the fact we're massively in debt in the state, we've got housing issues, we have you know all these other issues in the state. Why are we spending our time on this? Because it's an election year and exactly. they want to distract you from the real issues. Exactly. Why were we discussing 
this dose of reality earlier oh, in yeah. the year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? Never mind. We'll we'll talk later. But yeah, um, what I really liked about this article too was that they posted the um, governor's Facebook page in case you wanted to make a comment before it became. Illegal. Yeah. Uh huh. How you doing there, Jan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so I could walk up to her and put my finger in her face like yeah. she did the president yes, last summer? absolutely. Why now, have respect? She now, doesn't have any. Jan, I'm sure, has a full-time staffer who just weeds out spam on her page. Oh, I'm sure she does. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Where do you think our tax That's okay. They can't weed out those comments off of my Facebook page. That's right. <laughs> you damn skippy. Yet, anyway. Uh, yes. Oh, my anyway. God. Yeah, so that's another update from us. Usually, it's, it's, it's without a doubt, us... Florida, South Carolina. South Carolina. I think we need a list. We're like the axis of stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, for our show, we, we need a goddamn it list. Because yeah. previously we've had, goddamn it, George. Yes, that's right. That's right. Now we have, goddamn it, Arizona. Yeah. Yes. These recurring. That's true. Never, these undead, won't go away things. So, so far on the goddamn it list, we have George Lucas and the state of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Speaking on a quick tangent about God damn it, George. <laughs> oh, here we go. Always be, good for a tangent. This should be good. Have you guys seen, and it's almost, I'm not even sure how I feel about it, but have you seen the videos from the Star Wars Connect, the dance mode that they put in? <laughs> I'm Han Solo, Han Solo. They have an entire song like based around Han Solo, and they're dancing within the Carbonite oh, Chamber, God. and they have like a YMCA song for the Stormtroopers, <laughs> but it's all about Imperial Recruitment. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those things, like, it was so unbelievable. I was like, this has to be a troll. And then, like, no, that's actually a game mode in the game. Yep. There's this whole dancing game that that's apparently a- makes really good use of the connect. Apparently, it really recognizes your moves. It's, very, it's a well-done dance Better game. than the actual gameplay oh, of, like, really? swinging your sword and crap. Oh, but my gosh. Star Wars Connect. It was just, it was like, I mean, seeing, yeah, Han Solo and some of the lines are so bad. Look closely at the video and look at the... Names of the dance moves, because the dance moves are taken from Star Wars, so they have the trash compactor, which is this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, it was. And like I said, I'm not even sure if I like want to just punch George in the face for it, or if like I almost go. It's so absurd. It may have reached that point where it's like that's okay. This may be the <laughs> ultimate drunken nerd party because it is yeah. so Star Wars connect yeah I mean because they look like they went all in they didn't have this is a this. high quality well done <laughs> that's game that's pretty yeah. funny so, based on complete dog crap so coming soon on our Facebook page Gnomewise does the Star Wars <laughs> do you see an Xbox 360 with a connect in there oh I have no, one no we have we do one not. we can bring it over and lots of liquor yeah. so <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah it's gonna take that there is not enough booze in all the world oh yeah there is. <laughs> it was shocking. So, yeah. God damn it, George. Okay, so anyways, on on that, that's a good segment ad. I like that. Or at least, you know, bit ad, I should say. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, so. May I, may I quote Lurch from the Adams Family? <laughs> so. That was Next good. victim. Next one we have uh, announced that Aston Kutcher is going oh, yes. to play a young Steve Jobs in one of one of the movies being made about him. There's yeah. multiple movies coming out. Uh, well, when religious icons die, this kind of thing happens. Sure, I'm having a hard time picturing Kutcher as well, Jobs. Here, I'm gonna. 
Okay. That, yeah. That, that's a good side by side. A young it, picture. My, yeah, my brain is, is remembering. Oh. You remember Steve before he died. Steve, like, yeah, yes. short, very short hair, the right. beard, and everything. But young Steve Jobs with a bow okay. tie on. Looks and a lot more like Ashton Kutcher. More okay. hair. Yeah, they actually look alike. Now, Ashton Kutcher can usually only play one role. Yeah. So I'm curious. This, but, I mean, Steve Jobs did come out of a hippie ish type background. A little bit. And so, I mean, I you can capture that, that portion of it. Man not, ate, the man lived off of fruit, fruit, and nothing but fruit. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not uh, 100% against it. But it is. Exactly. So, I mean, it's interesting. But, yeah, this is the movie Jobs that he's uh, portraying. But then another one is going to be uh, based on the book, um, which was called. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. The, just the, uh, the biography. Yeah. Dude? Yeah. Yeah. So, and which right now they're also still tossing around who's going to play him in that movie but mm. you know we'll definitely see i'm sure within the next year a couple big biopics on i don't know i think they just need to bring oh, no wiley back to the role no do you see him in pirates of silicon valley no. no they had him and anthony michael hall oh that's right oh, anthony michael Josh hall and, and, bill and bill gates i remember watching that yeah i forgot about that they were good they were both good too surprisingly good yes uh <laughs> All right, so in, the, in an attempt to get back on track here, let's end this segment in the truncated fashion. When we return, it will be time to call in via Skype. So go to the front page of vtwproductions.com, look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm Online icon. And if you have clicked to call installed properly, you just click on that and Skype will find us. If not, the Skype name is VTW Shows, plural, with the S on the end. And it's the S what makes it cool. The call-in topic of the day was what would you kickstart? by way of television, book, movie, whatever, what would you be willing to pony up money for and why to, uh, in this whole future, we envision of voting directly for our dollars ahead of time instead of waiting for Hollywood to spit out crap and then realizing that we like it or don't like it, say up front is, here's what we'd like you to make. Hollywood, publishers. Whatever. Whoever. Anyone you've ever been pissed at for screwing up something you loved. Yeah. We shall return... Oops. You know, the whole concept of having... <laughs> the music ready ahead of time. There it is. Yes, so you don't have to make those silly sounds. Shut your hole, woman. <laughs> <sighs> we shall. We should return. count that to see how often he says that to me. That's another the show. segment. That's another <laughs> segment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Silence. Okay. Am I making myself clear? No, not really. Not quite. Didn't get that. See how loud these drop-ins are? I don't even have to have my headphones on and they're still... (laughs) Moving right along. All right. (laughs) We'll be back right after this.
Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We are into the listener call-in segment where the topic of the day is what would you kickstart for a Klondike bar? And there is a caller on the line. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Hey, guys. It's Aid here. Hey. Aid, you've come to massage Dax's ears with well, the healthy sound of your Well, someone's got to come accent. along, haven't they? That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm sure tech's probably lining up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, uh, and I'm sure Dax would love it. Absolutely. Get them bit. all in in one day. She's getting all hot and bothered here. <laughs> Oh, do you hear me? I hope the air conditioning's on over there already. Oh, this is Arizona. When is it not on? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, yeah. November, oh maybe? Mm, maybe. Possibly. I'm wimpy and like my temperature controlled tightly. Uh. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so back to the talent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do have a call in time. Yeah. Stay on track. Yeah. Stay on target. Oh, someone's texting me. Oh, oh, wow. You, you have your very own droid. R2. I know. Uh, <laughs> is it a bomb? Can you pass us about that? <laughs> Excuse me a moment. Actually, actually, Mrs. Aid was there. But anyway. Um, she can do it. Mrs. Aid put my weed in. <laughs> my weed. <laughs> you ever harvested weed with a lightsaber? Would it burn? <laughs> you can harvest just, just and just smoke it at the same, same time. time. <laughs> Brilliant. That's what's known as efficient. <laughs> I, I could just see my Sith Inquisitor doing full storm in the middle of it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to add that as a, an ability. Absolutely. Oh, Weed storm. Yeah. <laughs> You bake everything. <laughs> Incapacitates enemies within a 50-foot radius. Conversely, you're incapacitated as well, but nonetheless, everyone nobody cares. Leaves, everyone leaves and heads to the nearest canteen. Yeah. Exactly. Snacks. It's a form of vanish. <laughs> Dude, are you hungry? Oh, man. Crazy. Anyway. Brilliant. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love JMS, us to give JMS some money. Ah, in, for the Babylon 5 universe or just in general? Uh, just in general. I think I would give him, you know, the money and just say, here, roll with it. This is Joe Straczynski. Yeah, see, I would say if he was willing to redo season five. Ah, the way he had intended. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, seriously, like as he intended it, because season five was not real Babylon. To yes, me. it wasn't. TNT got their hands on top of it and turned it from Babylon 5 to space cowboy porn. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's the reason why he walked away from... Yeah, from... Um, what do you call it? Crusade. Games with an yeah. Um, yeah. Excalibur was the name of the ship, wasn't it? Right. Or something like that. Um, yeah. Because they tried to exert too much problem. He said, I'll take my bat and my and ball says, I'll go home. Screw you guys you going home. To, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. No, not, this is not the story I want to tell. Yeah, yep. redo five, uh, maybe even a redo of season one, just because, and more for me, I just hated the first captain on there. He just kind of drove me up a wall. Oh, Sinclair? Yeah, yeah. Sinclair was a little... I annoying. liked him as an actor. I, really? I like, I like, sorry, I like Sinclair as a man, rather. Okay. Um, okay. You know, he comes across as a very down-to-earth, level-headed guy. Sure. 
just not the lead role. They just need to plug a better actor into the role. I think. Yeah, he um, just yeah, he was a little too melodramatic for me. I think, like he came out of soap operas. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Oh boy, did it show! Right, right. No, I and it, you know it's season yeah, she, one. It's when well, you look, kind of you look near the end of the season one, and he was getting he his was feet better. Out, he was better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the in the original, the gathering, the movie. Oh uh-huh. my god! Oh was, god, that's so bad. Awful. I hate that. <laughs> That walk through with the alien zoo, basically. You mean, you mean the one that they edited out of all future versions of it? Yes. I've got one. it on my DVD. Yeah. It's painful. No, the, the, these, the whole, they look back and say, why the hell did we do that? We don't know. Yeah. yeah. Why, why no, would that's... sentient aliens live in a sector with cellophane over their... Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I would give Joe Straczynski my money and say, here, roll with it, because I suspect B5 and the B5 universe is tied up in suitably nasty ways as the Firefly universe as well. Well, no, he did the one... He um, did those director movies, director DVD right. movies, didn't he? And it was successful, and they were ready to do more of those. They basically go in and grab individual characters and tell stories from there. So that for the first one, they did a... a Sheridan and Lockley. Yeah. And then in the future they're going to do other, you know, fun characters. I wanted to see a lot more. I want to see more Garibaldi. Um, mm, I love him. Garibaldi. I want to see him go up against and take down Bester. Um, no, no more Jakar, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, no. not gonna Did you read there. the books of them, actually? Yes, it was a good, the, a very good, the a very best, good The best of Garibaldi story. books was good. Yeah. Mm. Or the cycle series. They gave it a good ending, good revenge against the little bastard. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... Warner Brothers came back to him and said, great, it was successful, let's do it again, here's half as much money. No. Yeah. Right, right. And yes. he said no. And he said Quite. no. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm going to do this right, I'm not going to do it at all. This is sure, 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 here's your money. He's like, no, I'm out of here. Yeah. So if, again, we could kickstart it and say, no, here's the proper amount of money, give us more short stories in the B5 universe, absolutely, I'm right there with you. I, that, that would be a good one to, yeah, uh, to yeah. use this for. I, like I, I think it'd be good for it. So, Joe, we know you're listening. Get on Kickstarter. <laughs> Make it happen. And we, we will be the first ones in line. That would be awesome. We'd like that. Oh, yeah. All right. Since we're on short time here, I'm going to kick you to the curb. Thank you for Bye. massaging See you later, Dax's guys. earlobes Thank you. with your, Thank you. your fuzzy foreign accent. <laughs> it's fuzzy. It's fuzzy. A little bit. And you're out of All righty. You are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Darahas. Darahas. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing how good. Do you, how do you feel about today's topic? There is actually one franchise I really want to co- see come back, and Kickstarter could do it. Parappa the Rapper. Oh my Parappa gosh, Parappa the Rapper. That was so much fun. I was going to say, I remember you playing that Aragon used to play that when yes. he was a little, little, little baby. We love that one. I still remember the first song from the Kung Fu Onion guy. Oh yeah, he was the I best. I still sing that song. That's how <laughs> much we played that game. It was something like kick, kick punch, punch, it's, it's all, all in the, the mind. mind. If yes. you want to test me, I'm sure, sure. you'll find... The things I teach you are sure to beat you, so nevertheless you get a lesson from teacher. Now kick, punch, (laughs) chop, and block. That's right. Awesome. (laughs) I love that one. Yes, that would be, I would give money to that. Yes, absolutely. Just for another generation to experience the joy. That was incredible. It was so much fun. And it's especially now with Connect, mm-hmm. you oh, can yeah. do yeah. the Make kick, a, That would punch, have to be chop. a Connect. Oh, my God. Well, actually, it, I think Parappa the Rapper is still Sony's product. So. Yeah, so yeah. it'd be a move game. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. 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 It could to- totally work. No, yeah, that'd be great. That's a and great again, with the advent of Connect for Windows, if they make a Windows port of it, it you can still do the Connect thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you are willing to pony up $250 for Connect for Windows. 
Mm, good suggestion. That was a great nice. suggestion, too. All right, let's go forth and seek some more. Thank you for calling to our house. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And let's catch somebody here. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Sakani. What's up? Sakani. One of the most recent additions to the hosts on Versus the World Radio is bi-weekly show, BGM, game radio mm -hmm. or game uh, music. And yes. And this week is a publishing week or an off week for you? It's actually a publishing week. In fact, the 43rd episode just went up about 30 minutes ago. You nice. are the man. Awesome. Get to the front page of vtwproductions.com. Go to the show's pull down and look for BGM. Subscribe now for it is awesome and made of win, filled with awesome video game music covers. Yes, thank you very much. Oh, um, thank you anyway, for the network. What's your opinion on today's topic? Well, I tried to think of some TV shows I wanted to bring back. I couldn't think of any. Let them die. <laughs> yeah, let, let, get rid of them all. But there's one game series I did want to see come back, which is, I don't know if you guys remember something from Capcom called Power Stone. Oh, sure. On the Dreamcast. Yes, it was on the Dreamcast. Oh, right. Had a very Four short run. fighting, yeah. Yes, um, the we first one, I remember yeah. from the arcades, it was okay. The second one was just insane. This was, yeah. it was Smash Bros. before Smash Bros. was cool, yeah. really. Yeah, exactly, and, but it was a different environment. It wasn't like the platformer that Smash Brothers is. It was almost like a 3D fighter. Oh, yeah. It, it was full 3D arena. Yeah, and the, very destructible. Yeah. Girls yeah, played that a lot. Yeah, crazy environments like, you no, know, um, no, there's an arena where you pretty much just fell through the sky the entire time. It was ridiculous. That sounds fairly awesome. <laughs> Four players, it was insane how, how much fun that game was. See, just just the you had me at it was Smash Brothers before there was Smash Brothers. Right, yes. right. Just the, that that mayhem, that melee. Yeah. Bring it on. Yes, and I would no Capcom, please bring back, bring out. Um, you don't even have to make a Power Stone through. Just the original two Power Stone games have never been released on anything ever. Right. Uh, to my knowledge, so I would love to be able to play that and say I don't know Xbox Live or whatever. I don't yeah. care. Oh yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, I agree. So anyway, I'll um, get off here and let you guys get another color, but that's all. It's more power stone. Oh, Gimme. We're getting some nice uh, obscure no, that, ones. Yeah, especially because with the Dreamcast, I mean, you had a modem in it, but it didn't have the online community that you right. have from a Sony or an Xbox. Now, now you, you can get four-player games pretty much anytime you want. It could be crazy. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. All right, so kind of catch you next time. Look Thank forward you. to today's episode of Background Music. We'll be back. Right. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good Alrighty. one, too. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Techpreet calling. Techpreet! Oh, I'm glad I was actually able to catch you. You warned me earlier. Are you going to do call-in today? <laughs> two for two. Warn me. Warn me. <laughs> and the awesome Zoidberg avatar helps us. So what is, what is your opinion on today's call-in topic? We are experiencing some EU lag here, uh -oh. it sounds oh, yeah. like. Can you hear us, Tech Priest? From way, way over the ocean. I can hear you. Okay. Oh, yay! Good. So what, how do you feel about today's topic? Oh, lag. Lagomatic. Uh-oh, we lost oh. him. Try again. Come back. We'll, we'll, sl we'll slot in another one here. Hello, you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling while we wait for Tech Priest to sort out his interwebs? Hello, can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. Ah, who's calling today? 
Uh, it is M.M. Otte from snowy Denmark. Welcome. Oh, nice. Land of the Vikings. Another awesome accent to make Daxa a very happy woman. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, the game or Kickstarter project I'd like to bring up today is the ideas of the old school dungeon crawler in style of Dungeon Master, Eye of the Beholder, Lance of Floor, whatever you have. I think they may have already answered your prayers with Legend of exactly. Grimrock. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> game. And I just want to express how awesome it is to all your people. So ones of you who like old school dungeon crawlers like me can check it out. Did, it's did, uh, found at grimrock.net. Did you download it already and play it? Oh, did I play it? I played <laughs> found pretty much every secret. I've played it around 20 hours uh, this past week. Did and do, I'm now actually in the process of starting a Let's Play for it. Did you uh, go hardcore and not turn off the auto map? Uh, not the first time around, okay. but from Let's Play, I'm actually going old school. Nice. nice. Now, see, this here illustrates, I think, why the Kickstarter thing can work. The level of passion and love in this man's voice yeah, for this absolutely. type of game and this particular game is exactly what they can tap into with this and say, oh, if only somebody would make a dungeon crawler. Wow. I would so be there. And we put our money where our mouth is. We say, right. here's some money. Here's some money. Go do it. Go do it because I will buy it when it comes out. Yeah. Awesome. I, I played the original Dungeon Master on the Atari ST. That's one of my favorite games. <laughs> I love that game. Well, that's a great but yeah, suggestion. they're yeah. they're also releasing a modding tool for it. Um, mm. Probably ah. gonna be out this summer, so I'm looking forward to a lot of uh, creative people making their own dungeons for me to explore. Yeah, I saw somebody already wanted to start a project to recreate Stonekeep in it, mm. which would be really interesting. Oh, uh, the fourth edition campaign, or no, the uh, the game oh, Stonekeep. Um, it was by Interplay. Oh, I um, it's available right now on GOG for like three bucks. You can pick it up, but it's the same vein of a dungeon crawler, first person isometric game. It's really neat. Classic. Nice. Yeah, I'm question. considering um, if you could recreate Tomb of Horror in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Which one? Tomb of Horror. Oh, God, yeah. Tomb of Horrors. That module A1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of frightens me that I remember that, but. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the suggestion. I'm going yes, to thank you, and thank you for calling. To sneak another one thank in you. here. Three for the day. Three accents? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Casually Hardcore. 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 Second beer. Yeah. Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Agrius SW. Agrius SW. Do you want to do the shout out now or later? Yes, I will do an, another extra special shout out to my lovely girlfriend Ambrosia Hartnett, who will be celebrating our two-year anniversary this week. Nice, congrats! Ding, ding, indeed. Ding dong, the witches. Anyway, and how do you feel about uh, today's call-in topic? Now that the obligatory shout out has been dealt with, yeah. Uh, there are actually two. I've been hearing some good franchise games and old games. And I'm like, oh, those are good to be re-kicked up. Uh, I actually came up with two ideas right now i just remembered one and somebody mentioned another game and some that mentioned brought up another but uh, the first idea was i haven't seen a, a a good doom game in a long time 
Doom. 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 D-U-N-E. Doom. So the Real Time Strategy series? Yes. Yeah. I, I grew up with that game on PC, and oh, it was one of my favorite games. I even watched the movie way back when I was a, young, when I was a lot younger. It's the granddaddy of all RTSs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. That, that one was June, was the, the one second one. The first one was kind of ass. The second one, was yeah. yeah. The first one was like a role playing game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that one would be one of my first choices, and then another one that just came to mind would be uh, the original Dungeon Keeper game, Dungeon Keeper Two. They never uh, did. Make- see, that one had such fun attitude. Yeah. It did. Uh, it was basically a Sims style game, <laughs> but with a lot of fun sense of humor and yeah. That one, that one, I would, I would pony, I would pony up twenty bucks for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, same here. If I had the money, I'd pony up for that. Yeah, the the whole if I had disposable income kind of creeps into the equation yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Details. I throw some. I'd probably throw a lot at you guys. We decided to have you know a, a daughter instead. No, no, silly man. And she's beautiful and incredible and <sighs> whatever. I tell you, yeah, have, have, have a Kickstarter fund my daughter. There you go. <laughs> no limit on the number of contributions because yeah, I don't know what you'd want to put for some of your levels though for those contributions. <laughs> <laughs> $2 million, keep her off the pole. Yeah. <laughs> exactly my thought. <laughs> All right, Agrius, thank you for calling in. I'm going to kick thank you, you to the curb. Thanks. And we've snuck another one in here. Cleverly under the radar, you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Hello? Oh. Sean Caster, your rig is broken. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's not an accent. All right. Damn you. You're muted or something. We'll try again in a minute. Okay. Bye, Sean Caster. See, and that's exactly, I mean, this has illustrated for me exactly what I think the Kickstarter model is good for because those were all really good. Really off the yeah. beaten path. Right. Not mainstream, but all successful franchises from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. It's listing five calling. Hello, you're on Casually Hardcore. Which one of you is actually calling? Sean Caster. There you are. Uh, I didn't call. <laughs> Apparently Skype doesn't like my recording microphone. That's interesting. Nice. It's, uh, when you called in, it initiated calls out to other people. <laughs> really? What? Who did you call? Because you were... Uh, Just oh, dropped the call? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Sean Caster. Bye, Sean Caster. Well, that was really weird. We don't really want to talk to you, apparently. Because we hung up on him during a conference, when he called back in, it reinitiated the conference and called all the other people. Very bizarre. Now, Sean Caster, yeah. you should be back now. Yeah, that worked. Okay. Wow. Hello yeah. there, young one. For the third what, time. Are you, what are your opinions on today's calling topic? Well, I want to bring back two very old TV series that my parents took me to, and you actually referenced one gnome-wise, one being the Adams Family. Ah, yes. it's already in pre-production. They just renamed it Mockingbird Lane. Oh. Really? That's cool. And then, and then Eddie, another Eddie one Izzard is... Izzard is on to play one of the roles. Oh. <gasps> Ooh, mm-hmm. I like him. I like him very much. <clears throat> he was good in since other- 12 and 13, actually. Yes. Sorry, go ahead, Sean Caster. <laughs> and the other one is one of the series that got Robin Williams' start, Mork and Mindy. Oh, oh, right, I remember that. That one was a total acid trip. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> I wonder how that would translate into modern times. Not well. I don't Hopefully not, because all the things children. Robin, yeah, and it was Robin Williams. When he was and, coked up beyond belief. Yes, yeah. and Jonathan Winters as well. well yeah. the, way, the way Robin Williams describes it, he says, I was on everything but skates. Right, At right. that point. 
So, yeah, I was somewhat medicated. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And boy, did it show. Yeah. That would be, that could be done. Yeah. We would need to have a, a really gentle touch. Right. Because, um, yeah, the 70s was kind of an interesting time. Yeah, Greatest American Hero was on during that. Now, see, there's one that I would kickstart. I, I love think that show. That just the concept of the guy getting the suit and losing the manual could be done not even in the super campy way that they did it. Right. It could just be an interesting yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the greatest American hero. I, I would. Yeah, that would. I would. It'd be okay. You could do stuff with it. It could absolutely yeah. be done and done well. Hmm. Yeah. That and um, and maybe the six million dollar man. Oh yeah. Well, I wanna, real quick in the uh, IRC, we have Deathformer couldn't get through to call in, but mentioned uh, Kickstarter Big O season three. Oh, I like Big O. Big O is really solid anime. Big O was awesome. Never saw See, that. Big oh, O it was good. is it's a giant robot. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, you had me a giant robot. Well, it's a giant robot, but the whole story is, <laughs> right. is that it's a city that has collectively lost their memories. Right, yes. they don't remember anything past. Uh, they don't remember why they've been locked down into this city that's in a bubble, basically, and they can't go into the outside world. They just right. know they shouldn't. And but the name, big, the big O, o. Yeah. big O, oh, yeah, it's the big O. Oh. <laughs> go big O. Barry, Barry V has corrected me that the Mockingbird Lane one is the Munsters. Not the oh, Adams the Adams family. family. Oh, my bad. Monsters. I am now okay. disappointed. <laughs> I am disappointed. Yes. Yeah. And actually, uh, could I give a shout out? Sure, sure. sure. Knock yourself out. And it, it's not to the usual guild. It's actually to the Vi- Minecraft server's new website, vtwmc.com. We have uh, made the yes. decision to go live and public. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and using a system sort of like the Final Score server, which is affiliated with Brog Pants, you join. You can't build until a staff member promotes you to building. So it's kind of what we're getting set up, and we'll probably finish it up within the next few days, along with finishing up our gigantic city that decided to be giant. <laughs> <laughs> and it is quite literally giant. It's giant it, city is giant. It spans about 10 or 12 Minecraft biomes in itself. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, you don't do anything small, huge. do you? No, we don't do anything small. And the castle my old man and I worked on covers about two biomes. Wow. Wow. Get a hobby. Wait, that is a hobby. <laughs> it is yes. a hobby. Yes, it is. I just happened to moderate here, so it's sort of like work. A working hobby. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Alrighty. I have good word from Emperor 1G that he... Is ready. Is ready to roll... He and I spent some time with remote uh, support sessions, beating his rig about the head and neck, and hopefully helping him deal with some of the uh, issues. Good. The problem with, with being an early adopter and buying a horribly overpowered machine that's all pure 64-bit with ridiculous amounts of RAM is software lags behind yeah. that curve. So we were realizing that Sam Broadcaster is dumb and sits on CPU zero. Ah. Unless you tell it to use the other seven CPUs your machine has. Oh, and interesting. Yeah, it's, so it's been an interesting transition. So running on my old-ass Dell XPS here has actually been a plus because it's old and has two cores and mm-hmm. it's 32-bit and is stable. So good rig. Yeah. After, after dealing with, with 
Emperor and his, his poor, overpowered, but flaky rig. I right. I'm, I'm feeling very warm and fuzzy about our <laughs> old, reliable broadcast rig here. All right. So, coming up next on Versus the World Radio, we have The Emperor's Court in all of its dubious glory with Emperor and Highlander and Varyar. Your three-hour break from internet porn. So, we are going to wrap things up here. Sean Caster, good to hear from you. We will catch you next time. See you later. Thank you all for your fantastic call-in. Yes, Great opinions. Thank you all. Good call-in topic this time. Uh, you kind of riffed on there uh, randomly, Grail. Well done. You, <laughs> you may Bang! You may stay for another week. That's right. <laughs> Check out all the fine shows, including all the new shows on the Versus the World Network. Keep your eyes on the forums. We may or may not be beta testing our casually hardcore Android and iOS apps before too much awfully longer. Wow, here. you've been working. I've been busy. Nice. All kinds of new features in the forums, all kinds of new features on the websites. There's a new front page player that is smart and will present you with the Flash-based player if you have Flash and will give you an, I, an HTML5 and iOS compatible player if you do not have Flash. So the player that's on the forums and the player that's on the main page now works beautifully no matter where you're coming from. The entire site is now completely iOS compatible. Uh, works great. Audio, forums, everything. So get in there. Use the hell out of it. Use all those new sharing tools. Cannot stress that enough. Get the word out. We're trying to grow this thing. The bigger we are traffic-wise, I, I posted this in the uh, staff forums, traffic is a key that opens doors. When we go to these conventions for you guys yes. and try and get media passes the reason cited when we get a no answer is you're not big enough you can't you know the traffic numbers you're giving us don't rise to the level of a media pass natural 20 got really close to getting media passes into e3 which is really hard really to do. hard to do and we were really close to the threshold they gave us so while we're working on this we're trying to it, it's a feeds itself. The more new people we get in here, the more fun the community is, and the more stuff we can go do and get the access we need to bring you the fun content. All the interviews and the conventions and all that fun stuff you've gotten used to, we can get you even more. So help us spread the word. We greatly appreciate it. Check out the post on the front page asking for volunteers if you have an artistic bent or if you're good dealing with these social media sites. We want to hear from you. Volunteer at vtwproductions.com in all of its glory. Also posted a couple of new interviews lately since we last talked. Got Tom Merritt talking about Geek and Sundry and all of its youtube glory. And we had Daryl the Trek Nerd from This Week in Trek uh, last week. Those are all available in the Alpha Geek section of the VTW Productions website. Enjoy it. And please uh, forgive me, I accidentally deleted 25 recent posts on the front page of the main site and Squarespace has no way to recover them. So there's a small gap in our timeline there, <laughs> but it's already being filled back in. Nice. Oops. Fail. Me bad. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. I have been Grail. I have been Gunora. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.